0: Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Working at Careers. Today I am joined by the amazing team from Squint Creative. Squint Creative is a digital marketing agency who provides full service marketing plans to businesses across Belfast, Northern Ireland and the rest of the UK. The team is made up of Anthony, Elizabeth and Ryan. Each one of them studied something completely different in university and they bring all of their talents and all of their knowledge together to create amazing brand and amazing strategies for these businesses. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about each of their journeys from leaving secondary school, what they do now and their plans of going forward with their business. So I really hope that you enjoy today's episode and I'll chat to you soon hey guys thank you so much for joining us on today's episode how are you all doing
1: all good yeah Yeah, all good
2: how are you hi vanessa how's things
0: yes all good just coping as best
1: as we can with the current situation what about (laughs) you guys
3: uh we're on the same boat at the minute like
1: yeah it's been hard but business hasn't (laughs) suffered thank god
0: I can see on Instagram that you guys are super busy at the moment. So that's great considering the current climate.
1: Yeah, thank God we've been super busy. I think people are valuing marketing now more than ever, to be honest, because I think they're seeing the importance of it and the importance of promoting themselves during this time too. Absolutely. And see from
0: working at home too, a lot of like businesses, like old style businesses go out and do the traditional marketing where they put out flyers and they maybe go out and meet people face to face, but that's all kind of changed. So a lot of people are having to change their skill sets now and do more video marketing and do more social media marketing. So it's very strange for some businesses.
1: Yeah, I think you can definitely see a big pivot towards digital now and I think that's probably going to carry through for the next few years. It's hard for me because I love, love, love print and as a graphic designer I just love getting stuff printed and seeing it finished. We actually had a few print jobs on there and we sh- we're still doing billboards and stuff but I, like I can see a lot of our clients now are all wanting digital packages.
0: That's really interesting just seeing the shift and Squint's kind of your It started off as your side hustle, didn't it? Because you all kind of like have your full-time jobs. Like Anthony and Elizabeth, you both work at Randox. And Ryan, you're a student as well.
2: Yeah, so I'm currently studying for a marketing degree. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm working with an apprentice for a suite distributor as well. So I'm getting the experience in there. And then kind of just relaying that all back to Squint, really. And helping the business in that sense.
0: I think it's really good as well when you're doing your placement, you're learning the job, but you're also learning the theory behind everything. So I think that makes the learning twice as quick.
2: Yeah, it's far better actually learning in class and then getting that kind of practical application in the real world as well, because I feel you learn better by doing. So Mm -hmm. if you kind of just hear something from a teacher and then actually go out and implement it, you don't really learn it, do you? So it's good in the sense that you can get taught it and then go and actually take action. On what you've learned
0: absolutely and anthony and elizabeth you work in randox at the moment who are super busy with the COVID testing
3: yeah it's absolutely crazy up there at the minute like we're mostly in our office but every tuesday we have to go down to the labs and stuff to help out there um so seeing the actual number of samples and stuff come in it's it's crazy but the good thing about working full-time at randox and still having squint inside is we don't have to suffer if our clients start to close up shop and stuff. Like we're still going to have a steady income regardless.
1: I
0: would love to chat to you today and know a wee bit more about what you do at Squint and how it actually started.
3: So Squint uh, actually started in Tim Hortons.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> um, that me, Elizabeth, and I uh, we actually put it together. It was originally called Control, as in Ctrl like on a keyboard so that, yeah that was our original idea and then we got some feedback from other people saying control sounds too forceful or something or troll sounds more like a web developing uh business or whatever so we were back to the drawing board now we when we went back to the drawing board we must have had about three days to come up with a brand new brand because we were attending a media summit in uh, february so Yeah, we were very under pressure because we were creating their leaflets and booklets and stuff for the summit itself. And we were promised advertising space at the back of the book. So we had to design that up, design their entire uh, booklets and come up with a brand name as well. All of them three days.
0: (laughs) I think Brandon is so difficult. For example, Apple, like their logo and their name is so simple, but it must have been so hard to come up with at the same time.
1: Yeah, I love Brandon. Brandon's one of like... (laughs) my favorite things to do with squint we were kind of exploring like visuality so that's how we came up with the name squint and then anthony always laughs too because i used to have a squint in my eye when i was younger so i have a wee turn in my eye ryan and anthony both actually wear glasses so we like it just seemed to fit really well and then we tried to like, incorporate our logo and the style of the logo and did the whole like vision theme so the logo is actually like wavy is if you're squinting and then there's like a blue background and a red background like really subtle like overlaid so it's like when you have um 3d glasses and you have the red and the blue it's kind of playing off the the vision aspect again selecting a brand
0: is really hard work um so it's great to see that you were able to show off your personalities through the logo and through your website and everything as well a lot of hard work Elizabeth and Anthony, you guys were both working in Randox when you decided to go forward with Squint. So did you find it difficult starting a business venture while working full time? And whenever you started to get clients, how did you find managing your
1: time between your side hustle and your full time job? So at the start, we found it really difficult. Um, We had another team member at the start that actually didn't work full time. So she basically done all the client relationship for us. And then at nighttime when we came home from our full-time jobs, we would work through like squint stuff until the early hours of the morning. Like I think it helps though when you really love it. Like squint for me doesn't feel like work. Like I could work on it till four o'clock in the morning and it wouldn't bother me because I love it so much. So I think that helps. We did push through and and the end up now we have good relationships with all our clients and we are on call throughout the day. So I'll actually bring a generator. We have a generator in the car and we keep a generator in the car. So if we need, if we have urgent client work, we'll just go to the car, plug the laptops in and get to work and hotspot off our phones for Wi-Fi. And we we do it probably about four or five times a week.
0: (laughs) These are very dedicated.
3: The joys of a startup. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're all extremely dedicated to your work so it's it's amazing to see the efforts paying off
1: for you yeah definitely I mean we're already starting to see a shift where we're starting to look at going full-time and do more hours like Ryan is available two days a week three days a week and then Anthony's available is down to um, a four-day week so he's available one day a week so it's really just me putting on the night shifts yeah, at the minute this isn't <laughs> this
3: isn't including weekends obviously Um yeah. we work uh, flat out every weekend as well. So we don't actually get a, a break from work. <laughs> say like. So um,
0: Workaholics. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's what it seems like at the minute. But um, we've just got the um, goal in our minds and we're just grinding. But it's worth it.
0: So what is it that you guys actually do?
2: We pretty much collaborate with brands. We deep dive into what they're all about source out their biggest problems and then help them solve it really but that could range from anything to like brand identity packages um, social media marketing um, even just strategy or video or anything like that
0: Anthony and Elizabeth what is your role within Randox
3: uh, we're in the marketing side so we have our own dedicated graphic design team so Elizabeth works alongside five other graphic designers. They're all in separate divisions. Uh, We work mostly with clinical, and I am the only videographer for the company. So I am across the board (laughs) for everyone.
0: Did your degrees include marketing? Did they include videography? And if not, how did you learn the skills to take use forward for Squint?
2: Yeah, well, my background actually is in history. So initially, I did my undergrad in history, and then I went on to do my master's with, I think, the end goal to become either a teacher or go into some other sort of like teaching profession, or maybe even just start writing for like history books and things like that. I actually had the opportunity to go to America and study with professors over there for a PhD. But I felt at the end of my master's, it wasn't really the path for me. so. I came out of there. Um, I worked a few jobs, supervising restaurants and coffee shops and things like that. Um, it was kind of a period where I was a bit lost in the path I wanted to take. In between all this, I was kind of saving up for traveling, a big advocate of traveling. Um, me and me and my girlfriend, we like pretty much going everywhere anytime we can. We kind of set goal to go at least once every six months while traveling. I really enjoyed photography, and then that uh, kind of got me into this kind of co- sort of creative path. I kind of started up my own Instagram travel page, did pretty well. Learned how to edit photos in terms of um, Adobe software. And then I think it was February, whenever Squint sort of started up, Anton Elizabeth came to me and said, you know, you're pretty good at your social media. You might actually enjoy coming on board with us and helping us grow our page. So I feel like that was kind of the start of the path from there for me. And over the last couple of months, I've just started getting into marketing more doing courses, watching videos, reading books, and just kind of growing my skills practically as well.
0: For a lot of people, they think that when you choose your degree and you finish it, people think that you have to have a job within that field. And that's not the case because there are a lot more courses that are accessible now. And there are internships and no graduate jobs who do take people on and who give people training as well. So it's great that you went from history to now making your side hustle into your main career as well
2: yeah definitely i felt like most of my decisions were kind of they're based off the back of other people's opinions like i was always told oh you'd make a great teacher you'd be really good at this you're good at writing why don't you pursue that and to be honest i i felt like they kind of not brainwashed in a sense but they kind of decided for me what i wanted to do so this was type of the path that i thought that i was supposed to go down but it, it took me to this point to realize you know what it's not actually what i really love doing so yeah, it was, I wouldn't say it was really tough to kind of alter course, but I feel like it was worth it and it, it needed to be done.
0: That's great to see that you're doing something that you really love. Anthony and Elizabeth, from your journeys in school and with the skills that, that you've learned from working in Randox and now starting your own business, it's it's two like, really different paths as well.
3: Yeah, it's completely different. Like I always had a passion for uh, video games and stuff growing up, so I always knew that I wanted to like eventually make the characters or like environments and stuff that go into video games so when i got the gcse in school it really frustrated me that i could only pick the bare minimum of like the essentials so uh, maths english science stuff that i had no interest in and i knew that i didn't want to do in the future so i ended up leaving school uh after gcse went to portadown tech then studied game development there And during that course, there was 3D modeling and animation branch in it. So I excelled in it, got all distinctions. And then from there, I got into uni over in Bournemouth, where they made the movie Gravity and helped make the movie uh, Avatar and stuff as well. So yeah, I was very surprised to even get on there, because I didn't think that that would be an option for me, being able to go to tech and then to uni. I always thought you had to get your a levels and then progress on the uni from there and stuff so yeah i went to uni and studied a 3d cgi modeling and animation and stuff and really developed a love for like product design and lighting and rendering and stuff so when i graduated from there and came home and did not get a job in my field for two years i worked in mcdonald's for two years after graduating uh that was a very uh, stressful time in my life and convinced myself that I was going to have to move away from Northern Ireland and probably move to England or America or somewhere to get involved in these uh, games development companies. But seen Randox uh, put up an ad for a video creator, their requirements, it stated that you need to be proficient in like 3ds Max. Now that was the software I used at, at uni. So I was like, okay, I can use that. So I uh, played for there and uh, finally got out of McDonald's so that's how i ended up in randox anyway and from i was quite content in randox for about uh two years and it was just decided that I could probably take my skills further so that's where Squint was born from that
0: I think it's really important that people do know that within tech there are things such as bridge courses and there are things such as HNDs where you can do two years of a course and finish your third year of uni in tech or you can study a oh, course yeah. okay. in tech, do your bridge course that'll take you into something different, so there are options there for people who maybe don't want to do their A-levels or aren't sure what they want to do yet
3: No, I agree because whenever it came to picking a levels and stuff anything i did pick like i had a passion for music and stuff as well so i tried to pick uh, music for a level and they wouldn't let me in my school because not enough people uh, picked it so i was like okay art wouldn't allow me to pick that either because not enough people picked it either so i was like you know what it's not for me
0: that is an issue with. I think a lot of the arty subjects where people are going towards STEM and towards business and marketing related roles. And I think there's a lot of young people out there who have the mentality that Uh, within jobs in the art sector, they're not there for them. So a lot of people are kind of swaying
1: away from the art subjects for A-level, I think, anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And Elizabeth, what about yourself? So I think it's so interesting that we all um, went down different paths because Ryan, he's basically re-educating himself. Anthony went through tech. I went through a very traditional route. <laughs> so I went to St. Mary's and I done my GCSEs and A-levels there and I loved it. And then after that, I went to McGee um, and studied design for creative practice. So... My course at McGee was absolutely brilliant. They actually don't do the course anymore because of funding cuts, but it was a brilliant course. So what we did was the first two years of uni, we done basically everything. So I would have done 3D design. I would have done app stuff. I would have done UX, UI, I would have done graphic design, videography. So for the first two years, we had a complete mix. And then in third year, when you done your placement, you had done your placement Bit more or less in the field that you thought you wanted to go on day, something that you liked the best or to everything we had explored so I don't mind in graphic design and then when I went back in final year you had a whole selection of modules that you could pick and choose from so I chose all graphic related all graphic design related modules and then so when I graduated I got a degree in design for creative practice and then my specialism then was in graphic design So because I had specialized in graphics, it went under my degree, even though throughout the first two years, we'd just done a bit of everything. So I thought that was a really good way. So generally in school, if you like art, you're thinking, am I going to go be a fine artist? What can I do in art? So a course like design was at McGee. You could basically explore everything to do with the art related subjects and like social media aspects, and graphic design aspects, and app aspects, and then decide down the line which you want to specialize in. So it was kind of good if you knew you wanted to do art, but didn't know exactly what you wanted to do with it. So that's basically how I ended up there. And then after I finished my degree, I kept applying for jobs and I couldn't really get anything anywhere. And I think Derry is such a creative place, but it has a real lack of jobs in the creative sector sometimes.
0: I agree, and from my own experiences of working in the arts as well, because the jobs are few and far between, I think when people get the jobs, they tend to stay in the jobs for many, many years. So it's hard, yeah. and when there is an opening, everyone goes for it.
1: Exactly. I had actually done my placement in Derry, but I had done it through the civil service. So afterwards, when I graduated, I kept looking for jobs, and just nothing seemed to come up. And I was a real homebird, so I really didn't want to leave Derry. But then eventually, I just started looking in Belfast because I thought it's only up the road, and I definitely wasn't going to go to England or anywhere else. Started to apply in Belfast, and eventually I got the job in Randox, and I, I was just so delighted. I was over the moon to be able to do graphic design every day. Like I couldn't believe like how lucky I was. And Randox is still great. Like I still love going to my work, but I just like doing my own stuff for my, you know just for myself. Like when we get a client, it's our client and you know you're developing their brand and you can see the direct impact it has on every single one and the jobs are so much more diverse because when you're working there's a big difference between working as an in-house graphic designer and then working in an agency sense when you're an in-house graphic designer it's kind of your job to protect that company's brand and so everything is very similar a lot of the work that you'll do is all in the vein of The company's brand guidelines. Whereas when you work as an agency, you can work with so many different brands, and there's so much more diversity in your day-to-day work. So one brand might have completely different style guides than another. So you have a lot more like creativity and like openings. And then also, like when you're an agency, you can create brands from scratch as well. So you can have startups come under you that don't have a logo. Don't have colours and they don't know what they're doing yet, and you can like sit down with that person and just help them create their vision from scratch, which is just like amazing, like seeing everything come together.
0: For anyone who is thinking of studying videography, graphic design, or marketing, or anything within the the creative sector, what would your advice be for them?
3: I would say absolutely go for it. Nowadays. It's probably not even essential to actually go to school and study it. Like, everything is out there on YouTube. Um, Before I started Randox, I didn't even own a camera. And then I went and bought one and completely self-taught myself through YouTube. And now I'm out there creating for big brands and loving every
2: minute of it. I think that anybody that has a true passion for it should definitely go for it, even if it is just videography or photography. As kind of I started out with just photography, really, and a bit of copywriting. But since then, and you come in, you meet other like-minded people, your skills grow, you learn new things, you learn strategy, you learn how to talk to clients, you learn how to do discovery sessions. And eventually, like my end goal at this is to teach creatives to learn what I can learn and share along the way. And then at the end, give back to those who are kind of in our situation now, help them propel their creative careers.
1: Yeah, like I would say if you're going to go do a degree and you want to go for graphic design, like 100% do it. Like the thing is, kids now, well, kids nowadays sound so old, but <laughs> young people who are still in school now, like I started researching like what uni I wanted to go to. And when I was like, I want to do art, that I was like, oh, you can do graphic design. I wonder what this is, do you know? And I kind of learned the whole way through uni. But people nowadays are experimenting much more like with apps, like, Canva and stuff, and at, at, like if you're on apps like those, and you have a flair for them, I would say definitely look into graphic design because you can expand on that so much more. Like with InDesign, Photoshop, Illustrator, you know, if you already have a basic vision for it, like you can learn those softwares, and the stuff that you can create is amazing
0: definitely do think there is so much teaching on youtube and there are softwares out there now that are so much more accessible and there's new ones popping up every day so i think if you do have a flair for it definitely go on and try things out because it doesn't doesn't take much effort to do or time either
3: absolutely not so now with lockdown as well like you've got all the time in the world
0: what do you think the future is going to look like for squint going forward
3: i think the future for squint is going to be very busy um <laughs> I can see us having to reach out and hire people next year um, because we actually recently set ourselves a goal of getting two more clients before Christmas. And by the end of the week, we're very surprised that we actually had six new clients before Christmas. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's, very, it's very upwards at the minute. So um, we definitely think we're probably going to have to branch out and hire people in the new year.
0: Well, that's really exciting. It's great to see that yous are starting to grow. And I personally can't wait to see all the work that you are going to be doing over the next couple of months now as well. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, thank <laughs> you for coming on. It was great to chat. I'll chat later. Bye. Right now. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye-bye, Vanessa. Thank you.